We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Lakers Nation. Welcome in to Lakers Nation Live. What a win. The Lakers get the job done against the Phoenix Suns. It wasn't always pretty. It was stressful. But when the final buzzer sounded, the Lakers were ahead. 106-103, the final score. The Lakers advance to the semifinals of the NBA's in-season tournament, surviving the quarterfinals. And now we'll head to Vegas to take on the New Orleans Pelicans on Thursday, Vegas, we know it's a Lakers town, so it may technically be neutral territory, but expect a very fired up Lakers crowd on Thursday night. We're going to break down everything that happened in this game. Those of you coming in from YouTube, from Facebook, from X, welcome in. Thanks for joining. Let's talk through what just happened here in this one. Thrilling game, stressful game. Ooh, there were some moments. There were some moments in this one where we thought the Lakers may not pull it off. Their defense so good in the first half, and then things fell apart in the third quarter. A huge letdown there. Back and forth, the teams went in the fourth, and ultimately the Lakers managed to hang on and get the job done. Massive, massive night from LeBron James. Played 40 minutes. It was clear he wanted this game. There was just no question. LeBron came into this one. He was out there four hours before the game, shooting around, getting in the right mindset, getting ready to play. LeBron wanted to win in this one badly. 12 of 25 shooting for him, 31 points, 11 assists, eight boards, five steals for LeBron. Unbelievable, unbelievable stuff from LeBron James. Anthony Davis, ooh, a stinker shooting at the rim, 10 for 26. One missed shot after another at the bucket, but 15 rebounds, nine of them offensive. Where did this come from? Suddenly the Lakers are a dominant offensive rebounding team. This is the team that all season long has been running away from offensive rebounds, has been instead focusing on getting back so their transition defense is in place. In this game, 21, 21 offensive rebounds for the Lakers. Incredible stuff, Anthony Davis. Certainly a big, big part of that. Austin Reeves, big stuff off the bench as well. 20 points, six boards, two assists, 
seven for 16 shooting, three for eight from three for Austin Reeves. We've got so much to talk about in this one, but let's just start here because this is, there. there is nothing that's going to change my mind on this one in terms of an award. This one's easy. Superstar of the night. The superstar of the night, it's LeBron James. It's LeBron. Absolutely incredible throwback performance from LeBron. He was locked in from the get-go. There's a lot of stuff. Sure, we can celebrate the stat line, but you look at what LeBron was doing off the ball, what he was doing defensively. He was locked in all game long. He was making quick rotations, pressuring the Suns players. Devin Booker had a number of times where LeBron came over and doubled him. LeBron was doing an incredible job all over the floor. He is the superstar of the night. Loved what we saw out of LeBron James in this one. This shows you he can still turn it up when he really needs to. When LeBron really needs to get going, he can do it. You can't expect this out of him every night anymore, but when he has to, LeBron still has this in the tank. And for the in-season tournament, look, there were questions. Are the players going to care about this tournament? LeBron said, yeah. Yeah, I care about this. I want to get $500,000 for my guys, for the guys on the team that haven't seen that kind of money. I want to get this for them. I want to be the first winner of the in-season tournament, and now the Lakers are one of just four teams still standing. It's the Lakers, the Pelicans, the Bucks, and the Pacers. Exciting, exciting stuff. So now from here, the Lakers play the Pelicans on Thursday. If they win that game, it's the finals on Saturday, and they'll play the winner of the Bucks and the Pacers. Should the Lakers lose to the Pelicans on Thursday, it will be the end of the week for the Lakers. They won't have to play again until next Tuesday. Let's get into the chat, though, before I get into any of our other awards. Jay said, playoff Reeves back in full effect tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Austin was big time. And you know what? I'm going to kind of preemptively say this. There's going to be a lot of negative comments about D'Angelo Russell in this game. I know. Why? Because anytime D'Lo doesn't play well, well, people come out of the woodwork to criticize him. The Lakers need one of Austin and D'Lo to have a good game. And there have been a lot of games where Austin's not had it, and D'Lo has, and he's helped carry them. Tonight wasn't his night shooting the ball. And we know this is what happens with D'Lo sometimes. I thought he did some good things defensively. But you look at this this night for D'Lo, 3 for 11 shooting. That's not him. That's not great. 2 for 6 from 3. Again, 33%. Eh. He did have 5 assists, did have no turnovers. But Austin had it going, right? And just like we see games where Austin doesn't have it going and D'Lo does, and this one, Austin carried the day for the Lakers and was making big plays, hitting shots, doing what the Lakers needed him to do. And so, of course, Darvin Ham, as he should, leaned on him more. Malachi, the energy in the first half was amazing. Braun, Braun showing he can turn it up whenever he wants. LFG Lakers. Agreed, Malachi. Yeah, LeBron can turn it up when he has to. Again, he can't do this every game, but he can turn it up when he needs to. Now, let me know, mention this here. Super chat questions, you're guaranteed you're going to get an answer as long as it's not something silly right? The super chat question, you know, you're going to get a response. However, on super busy nights like tonight, and, and let's face it, there's a lot of nights, which is fantastic. We're so appreciative of all of you. Um, there are times when we can't get to them all in one show. The way that works for anybody who's, who's tossing in a super chat question, 
If I don't get to it on this show, I will get to it on tomorrow's show. I will save them. I will keep it. I will address it on tomorrow's show. So um, feel secure in knowing that, that even if it doesn't get answered, your question, your comment doesn't get answered on this show, it will go on the next show. Andrew said, what a game, this Lakers defense. Wow. LeBron, legend. Reeves is him. Vando's impact. AD dominant, locking down both the paint and the perimeter. That defense on book late was beautiful. This is the Laker team defense we wanted to see. You're so right, Andrew. So right. The Lakers defense was phenomenal. That late possession where it was one switch after another, after another, after another, and the Lakers executed it flawlessly. The Suns didn't even get a shot up. It was a turnover for Phoenix. Phoenix wound up finishing the game with 20 turnovers against this Lakers defense. The Lakers looked fantastic on the defensive end of the floor. And Jared Vanderbilt certainly was a big part of that, his return. Now, Vando played uh, a total of 15 minutes in this game. Some of you may be a little bit surprised by that. Jared Vanderbilt played 15 minutes. His impact sure felt a lot bigger than 15 minutes, didn't it? But 15 minutes, six boards, two assists, one steal. He scored one point, and it was a free throw. That's it. But yet his defensive impact was certainly noticeable. He had four offensive rebounds in this game. Jared Vanderbilt made a difference despite not stuffing the stat sheet. Mario uh, said, Lakers in Vegas sounds right to me. Vegas is a Lakers town. It's a Lakers town, and now the Lakers head there to take on the Pelicans on Thursday. Here it is, Joseph. Said every possession Dilo was a part of in the third is the reason why the Lakers can't win the chip with him. We build a lead and he loses focus. Turnovers, misses, bad passes, and rotations led to that run. Well, Dilo didn't have any turnovers in this game, but fair. The misses, the bad passes, the, the lack of focus. Yes, the, the Suns went on a big run to start the third. They actually took the lead. There was a 14-0 run at one point. It was frustrating. I would imagine there were a lot of things thrown by Lakers fans in that moment. Uh, Master lock Dilo and Ham for that third quarter. D'Lo missed a pull-up jumper. I'd have to go back and look and see how many shots he actually missed in that stretch. I think we're probably talking about two or three shots missed there for D'Lo. It's not ideal, of course, but like he didn't have a great game. I don't know. D'Angelo Russell's been so good for the Lakers this season. I have a hard time getting too upset with him on an off time. Yes, it was a big game, and people are going to go back to D'Lo doesn't show up in big games and all that, but... I thought D'Lo, D'Lo's been probably the third best player. That's what Lakers fans have told me. I asked, I put it out there on X like a week ago, said who's the Lakers' third best player, and D'Lo was overwhelmingly the pick. So I have a hard time being too upset with him for this, for one game, especially when Austin got it going and Darvin Ham made the right choice in, in making sure that Austin closed things out. Uh, Jay said the effort on defense was great. If they consistently locked down every night, scary team, Vando's offensive rebounds were huge. Glad he's back. So there's two things in this game. First of all, um, I we need to credit the Lakers defense. There's no question. If this team is going to be great, that's how they're going to do it. It's the defensive side of the ball. They're not going to be a great offensive team. They're not. But they can be a great defensive team. However, they need their offense to be better than this. So again, two sides. The Lakers' defense was fantastic. 20 turnovers for the Suns. The Lakers had 21 offensive rebounds. Um, the Lakers only had nine turnovers themselves. 
the Suns, they shot the ball well. The Suns shot the hell out of the ball. 49% from the field, 48% from three, which is crazy. But the Lakers defensively were excellent. The Lakers in this game had 27 more shots than the Suns did. Why? Offensive rebounds and turnovers for Phoenix. The Lakers, why was this not a blowout, easy, coasting victory? This should have been a stress-free win. The reason why it was not, the Lakers offense. They shot 37% from the field. They shot a terrible 30% from three. That's not good enough. Now, they hit 80, 84% of their free throws. You'll definitely take that. But their offense was not producing points at anywhere near the efficiency you needed them to. And that's the reason why this game was close at all. If the Lakers offense, especially we think about the missed little bunnies at the rim, the Lakers offense was anywhere near where they should be. This is a easy kick back, relax in the hammock type of game. But the offense couldn't get it going. Couldn't hit shots, missing shots at the rim, made a few silly mistakes, especially in that third quarter. That's got to get fixed. The Lakers heading into this game ranked 24th in offensive rating. This game isn't going to help that. So that's a fix that needs to happen because I think we've seen that this team can be an elite defensive team. Elite defensively. They don't have to be elite offensively, but they can't be this bad offensively. They've got to be better than this. 15th or so in offensive rating should really be what they shoot for. And maybe that's a change that we see at the trade deadline. You see some more firepower come in, things like that. But the offense almost cost them this game, and the defense won them this game. Let's get to this one. Face reality. Said, Ham won this game. Wow, praise for Darvin Ham. Great substitutions. Took trash D'Lo out for the fourth and let Reeves close. Called a crucial timeout at the end. Actually, I think LeBron called that timeout at the end actual coaching tonight and you can debate whether or not the Lakers even had the ball there now you can also debate whether or not Devin Booker actually fouled Austin Reeves right before that but um yeah that was that was LeBron that, that called that that timeout um as far as Darvin Ham won the game I don't know um I going back to Torian Prince was a surprise to me Late in the game. I thought Torian did not have a good game. Uh, I thought he was struggling. He missed the layup. There was a big missed layup at the beginning of the third quarter. Um, had a bad turnover as well. And you have enough wing depth on this team where if one of your wings is having an off night, and I still believe in Torian Prince, but if he's having an off night, you've got other guys you can turn to. So I was surprised that we didn't see, if not Vando, and I understand if Vando's on the floor, teams run away from him behind the three, and that puts an extra defender in the paint. There's There's negative consequences to doing that. But Rui was out there. Could have put Rui out on the floor and placed him. Now, if you're asking somebody to defend Kevin Durant specifically, which is an incredible task, they went with Torian, which, given the game he was having at that point, was a surprise. Had he been having a hot shooting night, I would have had no problem with it. I would have understood. Hey, Torian, he's got it going, and he's pretty quick. He's probably quicker than Rui. Maybe you can have him on the perimeter there. But I was surprised that Darvin Ham went back to Torian Prince to close things out. Unfortunately, it didn't wind up you know, hurting them or anything. But 
I was a little surprised by some of the decisions made by Darvin Ham. I also thought there were opportunities for the Lakers to go offense-defense substitutions late, and they didn't. They kept Austin in the game, kept Torian in the game. When you could have gone with, say, Vando, I, I was actually advocating over on playback, playback.tv slash Lakers Nation. I was saying, if you just need a defensive stop, play all the wings. All of them. Go it, pull Austin. Right, who you know can get attacked, especially by Devin Booker. Run Cam, run Vando, Rui, LeBron, AD. And then switch everything like crazy, and you've got all the size and length. And yes, that's going to be clunky offensively, but you're not worried about offense. You're going to get the stop, get the rebound, call timeout, and you can make your offensive substitution. thought there were opportunities for Darvin Ham to do that that he didn't take advantage of. And we've seen him do it in the past. We just didn't do it in this one. So I won't say that Darvin Ham had... A great game. I don't think he coached a terrible game either. There were some moments where he made the right decisions and where where I liked what he was doing. I liked some of the things the Lakers did. I thought defensively their game plan against Devin Booker was very, very good. Um, so I, I I don't think Darvin deserves zero credit here, but I also thought there were some issues late in the game. I think that's a fair assessment. All right. Alan said, Trev. What did you make of the defensive synergy tonight? I thought AD took full advantage of mismatches early, giving that winning energy, LFG Lake Show. I thought, and we've talked about this, the Lakers tend to go where LeBron goes, energy-wise. If LeBron's fired up, LeBron's locked in, everybody is, which makes sense, right? If LeBron is, if LeBron's locked in at 38 years old and he's a few weeks shy of being 39, nobody else has an excuse. Because what, AD is 30? Everybody else on this team's in their 20s. If LeBron's flying all over the floor, everybody has to. Everybody has to. So I thought AD's energy and LeBron's energy especially was great to start this game, and they set the tone. They set the tone. Uh, Leonzo said, Prince needs to take a back seat. Not going to lie. Well, that's the thing with this Lakers team. They, and again, I've talked all about it. We've been talking about it since July. They've got all the wing depth in the world, especially now that Cam Reddish has become a, a solid defensive player. You've got Cam, you've got Vando, you've got Rui, and I know Rui's just, it's, it's his first game back. No, Vando's only his second game back. So there's context there that's important. But you've got plenty of wing depth if you're the Lakers. I was surprised that they that they stuck with, with Torian when I didn't think he was having a great game. But... Again, I don't think it's okay to either to be out on Torian either. I think he's going to have some some good moments for the Lakers. Mom mentality, the defense is contagious. I like the potential of this team. Now we're on our way to Vegas, a.k.a. Lakers' second home. Let's go, Lakers. Yeah, I mean, Las Vegas may be, air quotes, neutral territory. It's not neutral. Vegas is a Lakers town through and through. Yeah, going to be exciting. Going to be exciting seeing the Vegas crowd cheering on the Lakers. All right, let's get into maybe eh, this probably isn't all that controversial, but let's get into the star in your role. So chat, just to preface this, anybody who's new, the way this award works, and please give me your answers in the comment section. Let me know what you would, who you would pick. But the way this award works is we take whoever it is we felt filled their specific role on the team the best. So not necessarily the best player, but who did what it was the team that needed them to do, team needed them to do the best. All right. That's the star in your role award. Let's get into it. Chat. Let me know who you would vote for, for this award. Star in your role. 
All right. Star in your role. So I'm seeing a lot. B0, who's a channel member. By the way, if you guys haven't checked out our YouTube channel membership program, you can check out that join button and see what perks we have to offer. But I'm seeing a lot of Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves, Mamba Mentality said Austin Reeves. There's a lot of Austin Reeves in here. I was expecting, oh, Sky Falcon just said him. We know who you're talking about. We know who you're talking about. Man, I don't know if I've ever seen one that's so almost unanimous. Okay, Vando. There's a few Vando options here. But whoo, this is, oh, I saw a few Cam Reddish votes. Austin Reeves, Austin, my goodness. I am, folks, I am just like scrolling as fast as I can. And all I'm seeing is Austin Reeves. Austin wins this, apparently, in a landslide. This is the landslide of all landslides. And I will say, you guys are not wrong. Austin really stepped up in this game. Didn't shoot great, necessarily. He was okay. 7 for 16. But on a game when when D'Lo was clearly off, Austin did a nice job getting into the paint, making things happen, hitting some big shots. And my goodness, we talk about no, 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 yes shots in that a shot that you think a player shouldn't take but then they make it, so you celebrate it anyway. That shot Austin took late. The Lakers had an opportunity to run the clock down to about six seconds or so, and Austin pulls for three with like eight on the clock or something like that. He was wide open, but that was a, as that was as he was going into his shooting motion. I'm saying no, 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 it's too early, and then he drains it, and then he drains it. It was the no, 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 yes. Austin knocked it down. Big, big game from him. Big performance. He was doing exactly what the Lakers need him to do. So no argument that I think he wins it. I think, though, we need to give honorable mention, certainly, to Jared Vanderbilt for doing what he did out on the floor. He was everywhere. Again, 15 minutes, and it felt like he was on the floor for 30 because he made such a big impact in that 15 minutes. So Vando certainly deserves plenty of credit for that one as well. And then... Um, and by the way, Austin quote after the game said, every game I play is the same. I want to win, whether it's the in-season tournament or not. Austin plays to win. No question. Uh, Cam Reddish, 0 for 4 shooting, but did some good things defensively. So we can give him some credit as well. But certainly Austin runs away with the star in your role award for this show. And, and you know what? Rui as well, 3 for 8. Decent night for him. 21 minutes. Welcome back, Rui. Yeah, Cam's defense on Booker was definitely important. And you know what? Cam Reddish, Suns fans will not be fans of Cam Reddish after this game. Suns fans are going to be upset with Cam. He hit Booker on his head a couple of times. Suns fans will be cursing Cam Reddish. I thought Cam really, really took the intensity of this game. And this was... This is the beauty part of this play-in tournament or this in-season tournament. They we're essentially we're seeing playoff. That was a playoff game. That was playoff level intensity that we saw. And Cam got physical. Cam got physical, physical, said, I'm accepting the challenge. If that means I pick up a few fouls defending you, so be it. But by the end of this game, you're gonna know that I was defending you. You're gonna know that you had to battle me all night long. You're gonna be feeling it. And credit to Cam for accepting that challenge, taking on Devin Booker. They thought he did a really nice job. And the Lakers' defensive scheme, I thought, was really good on Booker, especially in that first half. 
really like the way they sent the second defender over at just the right time. Nice job. DJ said LeBron looked like John Dillinger out there with all those robberies. Five steals for LeBron. I liked all the active hands, but there were a ton of defensive lapses. I wish we did more pick and roll with AD and Braun. We could have easily lost this game. Yeah, the offense was just not efficient enough and could have definitely lost the Lakers this game. But the AD LeBron pick and roll, you can run it so much, right? Because it's going to be taxing on LeBron. It's going to be taxing on AD. And so the Lakers tend to just go to that set late. Now, if you notice, what did the Suns do? Once the Lakers went AD LeBron pick and roll and LeBron had it going, at one point he had like, the Lakers had, had scored 19 points in the fourth and LeBron had scored or assisted on all of them. Um, he was he had it going. So what did the Suns do? They started sending the double. And so the AD Braun pick and roll wasn't really there. And then LeBron would have to pass. And the Lakers offense a couple of times got themselves in trouble. They, they took too long to get into the action. You wind up with like Reeves having to heave a deep three up just to try to get something up on the rim. And so that was not good. I thought the Lakers didn't react to the defensive shift that Frank Vogel threw at them. But when they were able to run that LeBron and AD pick and roll, it was working. They were they were creating some good looks. Sometimes they didn't finish at the rim. They really struggled with that in this one. But overall, overall, they went to it late, as they should. Kirby Owens said LeBron MVP in season 21. If the Lakers wind up as like the one seed in the West or something, maybe. But there's a lot of good, good players right now. There's a lot of guys that are having good seasons. LeBron, at his age, absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, let's see here. The Lakers, by the way, we should mention this. The Lakers now are the four seed in the Western Conference with this win. Lakers are now the four seed in the West. Uh, Devin Booker, by the way, Apparently went over onto uh, Instagram and has posted a still frame of him, of Austin Reeves getting the ball. Booker is stepping over Austin. And uh, it's, it's the play where LeBron was calling timeout, where the ball was loose. And the referee gave LeBron the timeout, even though the Lakers didn't have the ball. And he's putting the little, you know, thinking emoji on it. Yeah, look, the, the Lakers got one on that. But Booker could also rewind that like half a second and have and show him fouling Austin and not getting a call there and that being the reason why the ball was loose. So, yeah, the Suns were certainly complaining. I thought, I thought there were mistakes made on both sides uh, for the officials. I thought that there were plays that the Lakers should have gotten. There were moments where Lakers got fouled at the rim and couldn't get a call. Um, did LeBron get away with the timeout even though the Lakers didn't have a ball? Yeah, and that doesn't look good. And there's a lot of fans that the Lakers haters, they're going to point to that. They're going to point to that moment and say, see, the NBA wants the Lakers to go through. Right? See, hashtag rigged. All that kind of stuff. Um, But again, I thought he fouled Austin. If he didn't foul Austin while Austin had the ball, as they're poking the ball free, they certainly fouled him while the ball was loose. And then the ball squirts free. And LeBron calls the, the timeout in that moment. Now, was LeBron signaling for the timeout a little bit before that or not? It's it's tough to say. But you'd have to go back and look exactly at the film and roll it back a little bit. But I thought there were calls missed on both sides. Was that a mistake? Perhaps. 
But again, I think they missed the foul. Like if you had gone back and reviewed that, let's say the Suns challenged that. They had a way to challenge that play. And they go back and review it. It would probably be challenge successful. LeBron was not allowed to call a timeout, but it would have turned into a foul on either Booker or KD on that possession. So it would have been Austin Reeves shooting free throws. So that's why I don't feel like this is necessarily that egregious because, again, the, the other outcome would have just been Austin Reeves shooting free throws. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's see what else we've got here. Three theory said superstar LeBron star in your role, Austin. And the refs for that loose ball timeout, master law, master lock, Devin Booker. Yeah, Devin Booker's upset, not happy. The Suns are not happy again. But big picture, it's good that players are players care about this, this in-season tournament, because that was a question going in. Would they care? The fact that the Suns are upset, they're angry, they're going to be complaining, you're going to hear all about that. Um, that's a good thing. Tells you the players care about the tournament. That's a great sign for the NBA. Again, Suns fans will not agree with what I'm saying, but that's fandom. Uh, Lewis said, fun game, but the refs were on our side today. If I was a Suns fan, I'd be mad. Yeah, I mean, again, you see LeBron get be able to call a timeout despite not having the ball. Yeah. Suns fans are going to be upset about that. Again, I can point to a lot of other things, though, that didn't go the Lakers' way. But, yeah, Fizdale was not happy. That's right. Fizdale was not happy at all. Ace of Hearts uh, said, Passed my solo flight for my pilot's license this week. GTA 6 trailer came out. And a Lakers tournament win. Man, life is good. Congrats, man. That, that's amazing. You passed your pilot's license. Uh, you know, I don't know if you now have the ability to do this or not, but if you're going to fly anywhere, Vegas might now be a good choice. Might be might be a good pick there. Go check out the Lakers. 
Face reality. Said LeBron is the GOAT. I don't care what anyone says. 38 years old. I, I tend to, Sean and I talked about this on a recent show. I don't particularly care about the greatest of all time conversation debate, really. Because I, I think people are so entrenched. It's not, you're not going to convince anybody. But if you want to tell me it's LeBron, I'm not going to argue with you. He's amazing. And he's been amazing for a long time. I think LeBron's had the longest peak we've ever seen from anybody. I've said this before, but we need to, more often, we need to talk about the fact that no one has ever done what LeBron's doing right now. No one. People have played to this age before. Nobody's played at this level at this age. Has never happened. That's unbelievable. We are witnessing something that has never, ever happened before in this league. Every single night. We shouldn't overlook that. Man, our team can be so good and be so bad. Positives, man. We needed Vando big time. Let's not take him for granted. Negative. We can't keep going on droughts where we can't score. We won't win if we continue. Yeah, the offense is a real problem. The offense is a real problem. It's really something that's got to be sorted out. They've got to figure out a way to shoot more efficiently than, than this. Now, typically, as a in terms of their field goal percentage, they are a better shooting team than what we saw in this game. They're like sixth in the NBA in field goal percentage because they take a lot of shots in the paint. But their three-point percentage and their three-point attempts has been at the bottom of the league. You got to get better there. You got to get better. And it doesn't have to be, you're not going to become a sniper team. You're not going to become a high-volume three-point shooting team. But you got to be respectable. Some of that, I think, can happen organically. But I do wonder if, if the three-point shooting is something that gets addressed at the trade deadline. Although if the Lakers curse is real, then it won't matter if the Lakers address it or not because whoever they get won't be able to shoot the three anyway. So Mixmaster Mike saying the opposite of what our previous chat question said that was giving, or comment said that was giving uh, Ham credit for winning the game. Mixmaster Mike says, uh, Darvin did his best to give the game away. Why was Torian in the game over Max and Rui late? Um, why did he play a lineup with no brawn or AD really bad? Yeah, we found out pretty quick that LeBron and AD, um, you can't pull the, in a tournament type game in a playoff intensity game. You can't pull them off the floor. You can't have them both off the floor at the same time, especially here's what was particularly bad about it. It's that Darwin pulled LeBron and AD the same time. While Devin Booker and Kevin Durant were in the game, you're just you're you're praying that you're going to force you know, maybe you go four or five possessions and you're praying that the Suns only score on like two of them, and that your offense can at least get a decent look, and so it doesn't wind up being a total disaster. It was a total disaster. You got you got scored on instantly. Your lead evaporated as soon as as you did that. Again, it wasn't just pulling LeBron and AD. It was pulling LeBron and AD while Devin Booker and Kevin Durant were in the game. That's asking a lot of your role players. That's asking a lot of those guys to not just defend them, but to also generate offense. And it did not work out well. Did not work out well. All right. Yeah, Marcus said that moment completely swung the momentum. Yeah, it really did. The Suns really got themselves back into it in that moment. That was a big mistake. It was a big mistake by Darvin Ham. And hopefully that's something that we don't see repeated. That Pelicans team, man, I talk about the Lakers 
and their wing depth. The Pelicans have wing depth as well. There's a lot of intrigue in this, by the way, now. Because the Pelicans, and we're going to, we'll preview the game against the Pelicans tomorrow. But yeah, <laughs> the Pelicans hate the Lakers. Like, hate the Lakers because Anthony Davis is a Laker and they still hate Anthony Davis. And on top of that, Brandon Ingram is a Pelican. So there's kind of, there's that piece to it too. Our old friend, Brandon Ingram is with the Pelicans. There's a lot of storylines here for us to get into. And then on top of that, the Pelicans, they've got pretty decent wing depth. I think one of the strengths of this Lakers team has been their wing depth. have wing depth too. Um, they also have a big bruising physical center in Jonas Valanciunas that can make life difficult on you. So that's going to be something to keep an eye on. Yeah. This is going to be, it's going to be a battle in this game against the Pels. Definitely is. And we'll break this down a little more in depth uh, tomorrow. Uh, Mission 86 said, yes, come on out to my city of Las Vegas, my wonderful Lakers. Now again, it's there. So go take it. Master Lock Booker because he's Booker. Yeah, we need to get to that. We need to get that. Let's not wait. Let's not wait any any longer. Let's get to the master lock of the night. So again, anybody who's new, by the way, if you're new, subscribe to the channel. Hit that subscribe button. Um, the master lock of the night. We take whatever was the most annoying thing from the game and we put it in our good buddy, big time Lakers fan, Chris the Masterpiece Masters, professional wrestler. We put it in his finishing hold, the master lock. So chat, fire it off. What's getting master locked from this game? What was the most annoying part of this one? Let's vent a little bit. Master lock of the night. The master lock of the night. Oh, Jonathan says Devin Booker's headband. He doesn't look like he should be a headband guy. Like some guys just, just it, they just, it just looks right with them wearing a headband. Devin Booker's not that guy. Devin Booker's not, not that guy. I'm seeing some people say master lock Darvin Ham. A lot of Master Lock Darvin Ham. Master Lock not challenging the Hayes goaltending. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about um, Darvin Ham deciding to go with Jackson Hayes and Christian Wood being a DNP in this game. Let's get to that in just a moment. Uh, the rims, the Lakers missing at the at the rim. Master Lock Dylan Brooks. We Master Lock Dylan Brooks every show, seems like. Master lock the refs. I think Suns fans are saying master lock the refs. That's for sure. Master lock Devin Booker being a crybaby. I see. Master lock Darvin. Master lock D'Angelo Russell. I'm seeing. Wow, lots lots of good ones here. Master lock the ugly court. So I've found with the courts, and it, I've I've complained about the courts probably more than anybody. I've found it takes me about half half the game. Once we get about halfway through the game, then I've kind of adjusted to the court. I'm really curious to see what the court's going to look like in Vegas. What are they going to do there? Master lock the third quarter, for sure. Master lock Devin Booker. A lot of things. Okay, so officially, you guys have some great ones here. You guys have some great ones. The AD open dunk he missed. Instant master lock. So I'm going to piggyback off that for my guy Senpai. Uh, I'm going to go 
master lock the Lakers finishing at the rim. I really could say offense in general, but they're finishing at the rim in this game. It was awful. They had so many missed layups, missed bunnies right at the bucket, not being able to get something to fall. Again, this could have been a very stress-free, relaxing win had the Lakers just finished three, four more of those. And I mean, they missed a ton. I don't know what they finished at in terms of field goal percentage at the rim, but at one point they had the worst field goal percentage of the season at the rim. They were like 47% at the rim. They could not get anything to drop at the bucket. That's got to change, obviously, against the Pelicans. You're not going to win a lot of games not being able to finish at the bucket, especially if you're this Lakers team. You're not a good three-point shooting team. Thank goodness their defense was so good in this game. Um, Yes, there were plays where they got fouled at the rim, and they didn't get calls. But I thought there were missed calls on both sides. So I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to go the finishing at the rim. And Anthony Davis missed a, a number of them. Again, AD on the night. And he did some great things defensively. So by no means am I saying this was some awful Anthony Davis performance. He finished with 27 points. But 10 for 26 shooting. That's just, that's not AD. That's not AD. 10 for 26 shooting. Especially when he's getting most of his looks at the rim. That's not him. And unfortunately, that did not cost the Lakers this win all right let's see what else we've got here we're going to do a little bit more remember after this we'll have the post post game show with sean davis well he'll come in and break down the x's and o's of this game so that's still coming up in just a bit here let me see mitch thompson said need another reliable big bad what does that mean? Reliable, big, big, bad. You badly need another, another reliable center. Is that what you're saying? I think that's probably what you're getting at. Yeah. I do think if the Lakers, there's a number of things they can address on the trade market or potentially the buyout market. They do have a little bit of extra money to spend there this year. I think they could use another true big, like not Christian Wood, not Jackson, like a true big 250 plus big man, 250 pound plus big man, guy who can take the physical toll of being in the paint a little bit. I think they could use that. I also think they could use obviously some three point shooting and a point of attack defender at the guard position. Um, But those things, the question for the Lakers is going to be, what do we need the most? What do we need the most out of those? Uh, Austin Reeves, he just said Austin, him, Reeves with a three in there for the E. Why can't AD be consistent? You know, it's funny. We hear, why isn't AD consistent? Why isn't D'Lo consistent? I thought AD was really good in this game. He just missed a bunch of shots at the rim. And he's consistently good scoring at the rim. So uh, in general, yeah, there's questions about Anthony Davis's consistency. But I think this is just, you just chalk this up to as a bad night at the rim for AD. And I... I would imagine he's probably not going to do that next game. It's frustrating, no doubt, but Yo said not having Vando in on the defensive possession where KD got a layup and having Reddish and Torian in there for free throws after the timeout is fireable. Yes, I forgot about that. And now not fireable, I don't think, but but I forgot about the, the free throw situation because that was I talked about the offense defense substitutions. When you knew Phoenix was was probably going to foul, you still had guys in that aren't your best free throw shooters why would you not put your best free throw shooters in at that point 
I, I thought Darvin, I'd be curious to see what his explanation was for why he played it that way. But strange stuff. I thought there were opportunities to go offense, defense, substitutions, and they just didn't. They just didn't. Bayou. So what a game. LA showed they can if they're motivated enough. I hope the motivation is still there in the playoffs. Are you going to Vegas, Trev? I can't confirm because I would have like booked a hotel ahead of time and all that. Like if we knew the Lakers were playing there, then yeah, I'd probably go. But we had no idea who was going to go. So I didn't want to, you know, book travel, pay for all this stuff. And then, oh, wait, they didn't make it. Then what? Right. So uh, I don't have that booked to go. Um, so I'm not planning on it right now, but we will still have. We'll still have our normal post-game show and all of that. That's the, the benefit of me not going to Vegas. We can do our normal post-game show and everything uh, here. Declan, I don't want to hear it about AD in the second half. He was just unlucky to miss those easy shots. Was still a monster defensively. Yeah, I, I, it was frustrating to see Anthony Davis miss the shots that he did. But I'm just going to chalk it up to an off-shooting night for AD. Because that's we've seen games where AD's up and down in terms of his performance, especially offensively. But it's typically not because he's just not finishing at the rim. Muffin break said once again, 39-year-old LeBron has saved the day. He was incredible. Amazing stuff from LeBron. Uh, I think Cam should have or Ham should have gave Max more minutes. So Max Christie in this game, and I thought Max did just fine when he went in there. Eight minutes for Max Christie. Uh did hit a three, one for two from deep, one assist. Three points. Um, I I get why Darvin relied on the guys that he did, but you could have seen a little bit more Max Christie. You know he's going to go in there and do a good job defensively, and every once in a while he can knock down a three. But also, keep in mind he's 20, and this is a playoff intensity game. So that's a big step up for him. And by the way, this is... It would be great for the Lakers to win the inaugural in-season tournament. They have, I mean, just by math, they have a 25% chance of winning it now, right? They're one of four teams remaining. This would be great for the Lakers to win the in-season tournament. But I also think this is very valuable experience. The deeper you play in this tournament, now that we've seen that this tournament is playoff intensity basketball, this is great experience for some of these guys who either weren't with the team last year didn't play a lot of minutes like Max to get out there and get some playoff intensity experience to know what that's going to feel like because in April and May and hopefully June, they're going to need that. It's going to be important that they've felt what it's like to be in this intense of a game. And so it's not the, the shock that it normally is for young players. So I think regardless of how this plays out, and again, we want the Lakers to win, but this experience, I think, is going to be very valuable for this Lakers team moving forward. Mamba Mentality gifted a Lakers Nation membership. So cool that you guys can gift memberships to each other, to the channel. Very, very cool. Great way to support the channel. Great way to help us you know, keep the lights on and all that kind of stuff. Plus, we give you a bunch of extra perks along with it. Uh, B0 also gifted a Lakers Nation membership. Appreciate that, guys. Brian said, today's my birthday. Well, happy birthday, Brian. All I wanted was the Lakers to win. Happy we got it done. And shout out Lakers Nation for the amazing show. Well, thank you very much, Brian. We appreciate that. And again, happy birthday to you. And 
glad the Lakers could uh, could give you a win for your birthday. Patrick, if the Lakers want to win the whole thing this year, we're going to need a dominant AD. What can we do to get AD easy buckets? I thought the Lakers kind of did it in this one. And I thought AD was a monster on the offensive glass, which that helped out nine offensive rebounds for Anthony Davis. So that was a big factor in that as well. But you could give him a few more post-up opportunities if you can get him that ball. D'Angelo Russell is probably the best at getting him the ball in those situations. He also missed a couple of little jump hooks in the paint and things of that nature, but it's just a matter of getting him touches. And I thought the Lakers did an okay job. And I thought AD did a really great job just going and getting the ball himself off the glass and then going back up and attacking. He just needs to finish those a little bit more. That's just what we need to see out of him is to go finish those. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Archie, don't know why him insists on five out. We're at the bottom from three. If we miss, there isn't anyone under the rim to grab the rebound. Fire him. Well, five out doesn't is it's just how it starts. You don't have to finish with all of your players out behind the three-point line. But yeah, it there's pros and cons to it for sure. There's pros and cons to it. And based on the Lakers defensive rating or offensive rating right now, you can say maybe maybe a, t- a change is going to be necessary sooner rather than later. Um, again, you, you can't be 24th in offensive rating in the NBA and expect to win a bunch of games. That's asking a lot. Yeah, here they are. They still sit 24th right now, 13 and nine on the season, which is impressive considering all the injuries they've dealt with and, and, and all of that, but your offense has got to get better. Your offense has, has got to get better. You got to find a way. And if it's you need to abandon some of the five-out offense, maybe you need to do that. You've got to have some guys that can knock down some shots from outside. The Lakers haven't been consistent enough there. But yeah, whatever the solution is, they've got to find it. Uh, By the way, let's talk about Christian Wood. Did not play in this game. Christian Wood, uh, aside from the rookies, Max Lewis and Jalen Huchifino, Christian Wood was the only DNP coach's decision. Jackson Hayes got nine minutes. And I'll tell you this. I don't think that's a sign of things to come. I don't think that means that Christian Wood is just out of the rotation. I think it means that for this game, Jackson Hayes made more sense. And I agree with that. I agree that Jackson Hayes made more sense than Christian Wood. Not necessarily offensively, but Christian Wood's not been hitting on the offensive end right now. The three-point shot hasn't been falling. But Hayes defensively fit a little bit more with the scheme the Lakers were, were running. With what they were trying to do to Devin Booker, what they were trying to do to Kevin Durant, the type of defense the Lakers were trying to play, Jackson Hayes being the quicker-footed player, I thought made sense. I thought that Darvin Ham made the right decision there. Again, I don't look at this as a, from here on out, that's it. That's now the Lakers' rotation. It's a 10-man rotation, and Christian Wood is out of it. No, I don't think so. Now, Wood... Also, did a great job defensively early in the season against Kevin Durant. 
So I think there is an argument to be made that Wood should have received minutes. But what I saw on the floor, based on the defensive schemes the Lakers were running, I thought Jackson Hayes was the correct choice. And I don't, I, I would be surprised if Christian Wood is just out of the rotation from here. I think it was a one-game thing. I think it was a one-game thing, and that's it. All right. Amazing what rebounds do. Why Torian Prince and not Vando in the fourth? The only thing I can imagine is that the Lakers were are trying to limit Vando's minutes. Again, he only played 15 minutes, only played 13 minutes the last game. They're trying to ease him back into things. And so that's what I think was going on. But credit to Vando for, for making such a big impact in such a short amount of time. Ace of Hearts. Always good to see a fellow Jared do well. Vando might really be the best contract in basketball, if not Austin Reeves. Ham uh, led AD and Braun sit together. WTF. Yeah, um, I talked about that, so I won't rehash that one. But Jared Vanderbilt, we saw what, what the Lakers were missing without him. Now, can he hit the corner three? That's going to be a big question. So far, the answer has been no through two games. We'll see if eventually that comes back around. But the Lakers need him to occasionally be able to knock in a corner three on the offensive end. But defensively, with the boards, I think we've seen, which we wanted to see out of him. Smokey said, big win. Side note, on 2K, after three seasons, Braun retired, and the Lakers went in for Jason Tatum in free agency. What are your thoughts on the future? <laughs> Make Keith sweat. I would love it if the Lakers could get Jason Tatum. It would, it would right a wrong in them not selecting him in the draft. But yeah, I, I do think the Lakers are, they're going to go big star hunting after LeBron. The question is, where does that leave AD? Is AD a piece to be moved and you rebuild at that point? Or are you building around Anthony Davis? And when does LeBron walk away? Is this LeBron's final year with the Lakers? It could be. He's got a player option this summer. Do the Lakers draft Bronny and then LeBron stays for at least another season? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. How many more years does LeBron have in the tank? It's a big question mark. LeBron doesn't even know right now. Got to wait and see how he feels in June, in July. Senpai. NBA is better off if we don't win the in-season tournament. If we do, it gets devalued completely. Way worse than the bubble. Great win, though. Bron the goat. <laughs> he makes a goat noise. Uh, or types of goat, no goat noise. That's an interesting point. Interesting point. So here's the deal. Everybody, uh, people want me to say it. Bah, there, there's the bah from me. There's the goat noise. Um, here's the deal. Heading into the bubble in 2020, nearly to a man, the prevailing thought was this totally counts. It's the same. Everybody's in the same situation. The champion is the champion. There's there going to be no asterisk. Then, when the Lakers won it, it suddenly became, oh, Mickey Mouse ring, and does it count, and, you know, bubble chip, win a real ring, all this stuff, right? So it was, it was, it was totally dependent on the team who won it. Um, it. It's funny, the way narratives work like that. I do think Senpai's got a point. If like right now people are, oh, the in-season tournament's great. The, the level of play is great. There's still some people who are kind of naysayers of it, but in general, people are excited because we've got playoff caliber basketball in December. I think that's a great thing. If the Lakers win it, yes, people will be coming out of the woodworks to discredit 
the end season tournament saying, oh, that's the only thing Braun's going to win this year. Or the Lakers are going to win this year. Uh, the, the league pushed for them to win it, all, the, all this stuff. It's going to happen. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. When you get that kind of hate, that also tells you that you've inflicted a lot of pain on a lot of teams for a long time. Because here's the thing. Is anybody going to come out of the woodworks to say bad things about the in-season tournament if the Pacers win it? No. You might get a few that say, well, see, this is a tournament that's more for younger teams, stuff like that, like that type of stuff. But nobody's going to try to discredit the Pacers. People are going to congr congratulate the Pacers. If the Pelicans win it, is anybody going to come out of the woodwork to discredit it for the Pelicans? No. Hell, even the Bucks, The Bucks win it. And they're a super team. The Bucks win it. People are still going to give them credit. If it's the Lakers, though, oh boy, get ready. Get ready. The haters will be out in full force doing everything they can to take away any positivity towards the Lakers for that. Why? Again, because the Lakers have beat up on these teams for a long, long time. They've got 17 championships. The fact that so many people hate the Lakers is just a sign of how good this team has been and how dominant this organization has been and, and this franchise has been. So I look at it that way, right? It's kind of like pro wrestling. If you come through the curtain, the worst thing that can happen is nothing. The crowd doesn't react. That's the worst thing. That tells you nobody really cares. If you're getting booed like crazy, if you're getting cheered like crazy, that tells you you made a difference. You made an impact. Same thing here. The fact, and yeah, it's it'll be annoying seeing people argue against the in-season tournament and all that kind of stuff if the Lakers win it. But you know they're only arguing because the Lakers won and their team didn't. Right? I mean, isn't that the ultimate comeback to anybody who's saying that the bubble championship didn't count? That the bubble chip was an easy path and all this kind of stuff? Okay, well, if it was so easy, why didn't your team win it? Right? That's it. So, so, this is, I think, this is going to be a lot of fun. I think this tournament has been fun so far. And if the Lakers win it, bring on the hate. Bring on the hate. It's just a sign of how good they've been. Uh, all right. Let's go to this. Oh, uh, Jonathan and Don, both gifted memberships. Appreciate you guys. Black Kraken said, is Gabe Vincent ever going to play this season? Well, yeah. I mean, he's still progressing. Last we heard, he was running on an anti-gravity treadmill. So he's getting there. I know people are talking about Kendrick Nunn whenever we bring up Gabe Vincent, saying he's, it's the same thing. I don't know. I, I'm still... People are very out on Gabe Vincent because we only saw him for four games and then he's been hurt, so out of sight, out of mind. And the four games we saw were stinkers. He's averaging 7% from three. Is that really what he is? No. I hope he comes back and we get to see a little bit of what Gabe Vincent really is. But it doesn't sound like he's super close to coming back either, which is unfortunate. Uh, Landreas, welcome in to the YouTube channel membership program. Happy to have you. Last one I'll get to. Kings Rifa Chifa said, other day I said 2014 Spurs-like. What I meant was the switchability on defense, timely stops and shots, 
selflessness. Keep the team, maybe AC, but Vando's back. So keep the team, the bulk of the team together. Add some pieces in the margins. Maybe it's an Alex Caruso. I've heard Andre Drummond, fans have mentioned him. Yeah, add a couple of pieces. You're probably not going big game hunting if you feel like the defense is at this level. You're probably just trying to make a few tweaks to your offense, maybe shore up the big rotation a little bit. Off you go. It's probably what you're looking for. Probably what you're looking for. Okay. As I said, folks, we do have Sean Davis's post-post-game show. He's going to break down all the advanced stats, dig into what happened in this game from a numbers standpoint. He's got a lot to get into um, from the coaching perspective. So let's go to that. But I do appreciate all of you joining. Any super chats I didn't get to, I'm going to save. I'll add them to tomorrow's show. But again, thank you, everybody, for joining me tonight. Sean Davis is up right now with the Lakers Nation post-post game show. That's it for me. Till next time, see ya, and stay safe. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com